Welcome to the Real View Podcast, where Ohio realtors connect you to innovators and influencers, keeping you with the real view of real estate. Whether you're a broker, agent, first-time homebuyer, industry leader, or just happen to stumble upon our podcast today, you can expect to hear tips, tools, tricks, interesting information, and so much more from the experts in Ohio's real estate game. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Real View Podcast. I am your host, Allison. Joining me today is our very, very special guest. Who better to be on in January than our 2023 president, Ralph Mantica. Ralph, welcome to the show. Allison, thank you very much for having me. I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah, super excited to be talking to you today. There is so much that you have planned for us next year, and I can't wait to hear all about it. I can't wait for our listeners to hear all about it and know just what we can expect from this year and learn a little bit about you too, who you are, how you got started in in this journey that's led you to where you are today as our president. But before we get started on that, I have to ask our signature question that we ask all of the guests on the podcast, which is since the show is called The Real View, I would like to know what is the best view that you've ever seen? Well, luckily I listened to your podcast. <laughs> you you so, were so, prepared for so this I, question, so right? So I know this question, but uh, I've seen some amazing views. I mean, whales, sunsets, volcanoes. I mean, we've seen some amazing stuff in my lifetime, but the one thing that always comes back to me when I'm down or when I need to pick myself up is the look on my wife's face the day we got married and when she came through the door for the first time. Oh, you're tearing up right now <laughs> talking about it. Well, this is a new record. We're like a minute in. We got tears already. I love it. Uh, <laughs> That's amazing. But, uh, you know, 41 years later and, wow. and that, that view will always be with me. I love that. Amazing. And I love it. Thanks for, for showing your emotions and sharing such a beautiful yeah, I'm Italian. Memory. They just come naturally. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. Okay. So I want to hear, Ralph, a little bit about you. Tell me about your career journey. How did you get started in real estate? Did you know that this is always something that you wanted to do? And tell me what that path has looked like. I had no idea what real estate was even about. <laughs> um, I have an engineering degree by education. We were living down in Louisville, Kentucky at the time. We had our second son and my father-in-law, who was a second generation realtor, he was a broker, came down one day and said that we should come back and get in the family real estate business. And I looked at Kathy and I said, well, why do we want to do this? You know, we're going to give up a salary, bonuses, company card, insurance to be an independent contractor with nothing. And she goes, well, I think we can make this work. So we did. And we took that, we took that jump. 37 years later, here I am. Here you are, and what an incredible place to be right now, right? As our president for this year, I want to hear about how did you get started in leadership and in your involvement in all of the different levels? And I know you were really involved in your local community for a while. What really made you want to get involved there and talk about what that's meant to you to be involved at the levels that you have? I grew up in a family my mom volunteered for everything. I mean, she was on every committee, everything. And I saw the value it brought and the, the happiness it brought to her. And it was probably just ingrained in me that, you know, hey, it's, it, you need to get back. You need to get involved. You need to know how this works. When we got into real estate, like I said, I knew nothing about it except we bought a house and sold two houses and made a very nice profit on both of them. I said, you know, this is kind of cool. But I spent probably the first year and a half taking every class I could take. Dayton Area Board of Realtors at the time, Dayton Realtors now, used to offer CRS classes, GRI classes, 
you know, being the engineering mindset that I have, I need to know how things work. I even worked for an appraiser for a short period of time because I needed to understand how that process worked. So I, I just tried to ingrain myself in as much education as I could get. And in doing so, you, know, you start getting these taps on your shoulder. You know, people see you at the board. They saw you at the classes. And, you know, hey, you're from a small brokerage. We need to have small brokerages' voices heard. And do you want to get involved? And one thing led to the other. And here I am again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I know um, in hearing you talk and in other discussions that we've had, you talk a lot about other people that, like you said, tapped you on your shoulder and really helped to bring you along in your journey. What's the importance of that and having other realtors and your peers recognizing and seeing that talent in you and really bringing that out? What's the importance of that, do you think? I think a lot of us go through life and not even realize maybe what talents we might have. And other people can see that in you. You know, once you start getting into leadership, you start seeing it in other people. And it's been my pleasure this last couple of years to start giving people those taps because you see them in committee meetings, you see them at social functions, you see how they behave, you see their, their desire to learn more. And, you know, you just want to help them along that journey the same way I was helped. It's amazing because it, they just stand out. My treasure for next year, Michelle Billings, when I first met her, she was, you know, was in an Orla class. And she sat there and says, I hate to talk in front of people. I don't know what I'm doing here. And by the end of the year, she's given a heartfelt speech from her, from her heart on Martin Luther King at our convention. And to see that transformation is just amazing. That's the reward of doing this. You know, there's a lot of rewards. Uh, there's a lot of time and effort put into it. But when you see that and you see somebody else being doing what they love to do, and it helps the association, it helps this industry, which I think we all love, it's worth it. And that kind of leads into my next question for you is, what made you decide that you wanted to run for president? And, and um, yeah, what, what made you want to sign up for this crazy role? <laughs> you know, in the midst of everything else that's going on, um, you know, you kind of led into it a little bit, just the reward and the value that you see in it. But what was that thought process like when you decided that this was something you wanted to pursue? Uh, first of all, I had to convince my wife it was something I needed to do, <laughs> yeah. but you know, it wasn't something I, I aspired to from the beginning. I had no idea how this association really worked. I'm a realtor. I do what most of our members do every day. I help my clients with their largest financial decisions. And along the way, you start again, meeting people and you know, you get asked to go out for a drink at the Flatiron across the street from the Hilton at a convention. And people say, you got, you need to start thinking about this. You need to start thinking about getting more involved. You, you want to be a, a state leader in Dayton and we need to have you stand up. And it's like, okay, why do I want to do this? What's it going to take away from my business? And they said, no, your business will be magnified by doing this. And they've been right. The people I've met along the way, the referrals that I've received, that's not why I do it, but that's, it, it's been unbelievable. I guess Three and a half years ago, I said, enough people asked me that I said, yes, there must be something there. So we had a conversation, my wife and I, because she's my business partner also. And she kind of realized that, hey, if I do this, she's going to end up with more work. And uh, she goes, well, you know, we'll definitely support it. We'll make it work if it's something you want to do. We went forward and we went after it. And here I am again. But um, it's been a rewarding journey. I would do it all over again. I feel like I've been very, very blessed to work with such great individuals throughout the association both locally, statewide, and also nationally. Our staff here at Ohio Realtors is just unbelievable. Everything that everybody sees, they're the ones responsible for putting it together. They're just not appreciated as much as they probably should be until you understand what they're doing behind the scenes for everybody. I mean, they're making 36,000 people look good every day, just like yourself. 
Oh, thank you. Not all on us. You know, we do it. We do it for you guys. And, and that's why we're here. So thank you for, for saying that and for the appreciation. And I know that's definitely felt on my end, but really we're here for you guys. And it's easy to do our jobs when we have such amazing people to do it behind, like you and the rest of the leadership team and, and all of our members. You know, we really, we really are here because of you guys. So the kudos go right back to you. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank um, you. So I want to hear a little bit more about your year and what you have in store for us. I know you've come up with some goals you shared at the leadership conference training back in October. And I would love to hear a little bit more, um, and especially for our listeners who haven't heard yet, what you have in store for us this year, what your goals are and what you're really trying to focus on. When I ran three and a half years ago, whatever it was, one of my big pillars at the time and still is is telling our story. And that is going to be my theme for next year. We do a lot in our communities. We promote it to ourselves, but we do not promote it to the public. And I've been, again, very fortunate to have two almost past presidents and Seth Task and John Mangus saying, hey, you know, what do you want to do in your year? You know, no one wants to ask our memberships for money, but we were able to put an assessment on for a public facing campaign. And so this is a funded program. John said, hey, if you need to get it started this year with the communication committee and stuff, let's get it started. So we're not starting this in January. Hopefully we'll have something to show in January. And uh, I'm really excited about that. We have to start telling what we do in our communities. It's more than just putting a sign in the yard. It's getting involved. It's the services that we provide. The work group that's been working with us on this campaign found some interesting statistics that I was really surprised about. So it, it's going to be, uh, it's going to change. It's going to evolve, but uh, we're going to get it started. Yeah, super excited about this and just really putting the spotlight and the shine on what realtors are already doing. As you mentioned, you know, these stories and the things that our realtors do for our communities are happening every day. And we just have to be the ones to really amplify right. that message and, and do a great job in getting the word out. Why do you think it's so important for realtors to be involved in their communities and, and give back? I think it comes naturally to us. I think it's just part of our DNA for all intents and purposes. We want to see the communities get better. Some people say it might be self-serving, but it's where we live. It's our, our neighborhoods, our, our churches, our schools. And yeah, it might be self-serving a little bit, but if that bar gets raised, everybody benefits from that. And that's what realtors do. It's amazing the work that we do around the state and around the country that doesn't really get noticed. And looking forward to hopefully this year to make a little dent into that. Yeah, I think so, too. We're, we're really excited and I can't wait to kind of see where this campaign goes and, and what our realtors are able to do with this, too, because I know this is going to be a big part of the campaign and of what you're trying to accomplish is getting our realtor members better at telling their own stories. Right. Could be a good campaign. Hopefully our membership will see the value in it and it could be just an unbelievable campaign. Yeah, it really, really is. So really excited and more to come on that. And yeah. I think we're going to talk about this campaign on our podcast too, and maybe have some special episodes dedicated to, to telling these realtor stories. So stay tuned for more on that. But that's not all. There's a few other things you're planning this year. Another big pillar of mine will be broker engagement and education. One point in time, our association was run by the brokerages. Uh, for some reason, we've gotten away from that. A lot of our brokers don't know what's going on anymore. We had our broker summit here a couple months ago, and some of them had no idea that we're in lawsuits. Um, it's amazing the lack of information some of our brokers have. I think uh, we're going to try to get them back and more involved and hopefully get their agents more engaged also. 
looking at some of the stuff that's going on within the division of real estate and showing them that these are places we can make improvements. Yeah, that's going to be really important. And like you said, it really does start at the brokerage level, right? I mean, they're kind of the ones that hold the access to the rest of the agents and the members that we're involved with. So I think that's so important and it's going to be great to really see them become more involved and aware of what's going on. One of the other ones is uh, I'm taking a page out of, you know, why invent a wheel when somebody else has kind of done it already, but past NAR president Elizabeth Mendenhall's own it coin. But I want to do it with a pin that uh, Laura here at the staff helped design. And I'm really looking forward to see the finished product of this thing. I want our chairs, our executive committee, our vice chairs to hand these out to people in their committees at their local boards who they think are telling our story. Who, who stand out. A fire starts with a little spark, and we have to recognize these little sparks. I'm hoping that uh, they will um, embrace this. Hopefully, it'll be something that people want to have. We're not going to make 2,000 of them. We're going to kind of make it limited, and they're going to earn it. We're going to tell that story on why hopefully they earned it. Yeah, I love that idea. I think that's going to be so fun and just a tangible way, you know, for us to engage with each other. And like you said, encourage and cheer on when when positive things are happening. So what a year. That's a lot to accomplish (laughs) in one year. This episode of The Real View is brought to you by the Ohio Association of Community Colleges. Ohio's network of community colleges provides accessible training that accommodates the busy lifestyles of aspiring real estate professionals at half the price of a traditional university. With convenient locations in every part of the state, as well as online options, Ohio's community colleges are your smart choice for pre-licensing education. For more details or to start the journey to a real estate career, visit the education page at ohiorealtors.org and then click on the pre-licensed course locations. What are you most looking forward to or, or um, you know, when this is all said and done, kind of what do you, what are your hopes um, and what are you most looking forward to? Great question, Allison. You know, it, the crystal ball is uh, still a little cloudy <laughs> and depending on what happens in our legislative arena, sometimes our economy will determine how this year kind of finishes up. That aside from itself, I'm hoping that our membership understands better of what we do, what our place is in this transaction. We're not here just to say how fast we sold a house or how much commission that we may or may not have made. We're working with people's lives, their dreams, their aspirations. It's always been a goal of mine. I've always said to some newer agents, I said, you don't really understand this business until you've walked away from a deal, until you said, I'm not, be, I'm not able to service you. And I think once we get to that part, we become more professional. We become more of an advocate and not so self, so maybe not so much self-serving. You're right. There's so much uncertainty that's kind of facing our industry. And, and like you said, with some things that are happening at the national level, and there's so much going on out there, you know, that maybe we are not in control of. But when you think about what we can control, it's like what you said, just putting our best foot forward, not being so self-serving and really taking what we do as realtors seriously in the sense that this is people's lives and this is the biggest purchase that they may ever make. And this is where they're going to live, you know, and have their families live in. It's so important. Yeah, and It's um, part of their financial wealth program. I mean, basically, yeah. it's a proven fact if you own real estate that you're going to be able to retire with more money than somebody who doesn't. That's, that's education. And that's on us to educate the public out there that this is something that, you know, you really want to consider. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why. absolutely. So, yeah. so important. So important. 
What has been the biggest lesson that you've learned in real estate throughout your many years of, of doing this? Probably just what I just said, being able to walk away from a deal. When, when I first got started, I mean, I was trying to put food on the table for two and a half kids. But my father-in-law, God bless him, I mean, he, he was a different type of character. The people in Dayton knew that, but uh, he instilled that in me. And he goes, do what's right. Don't worry about the outcome because it'll come back and bless you four, four or five times more. And he goes, if you're questioning it, walk away from it. And I've, I've kind of lived by that. He's been right. I mean, real estate has been a great business for our family. Our three sons have been gone through school. They all own their own houses. They all own investment properties. It's just magnified our whole lifestyle. And it's, it's, it's been unbelievable. Is that kind of what keeps you going and keeps you motivated too? I know you mentioned the support from your family. And how do you find the time to, to, to be so involved, to run your business, to be a family man? I mean, to now be our president leading the largest trade association in the state this year. How do you find the time to do it all? And what, what keeps you going? <laughs> I love being busy. Kathy probably keeps me grounded and tells, tells me what's important. I mean, I had a Zoom yesterday and you were on that Zoom call and I was in the parking lot of a school waiting to go into my grandson's play. Fortunately, technology has helped with some of that. First and foremost, my family is the most important thing I do. And I try to keep that as a priority. But every once in a while, this does get in the way. And they've been so supportive. They understand that, you know, I might not be able to be there for everything. So far, it's worked out. I think we can make it work for the duration of this term next year. Yeah, it's all about balance, right? You know, so just figuring out how to time manage and, you know, prioritize when things need to be prioritized and you can make it happen, right? <laughs> with some help and support from the people that work with me, it, it definitely has been able to happen. I want to hear what advice you have for realtors out there. With everything going on in today's world, you as our leader this year, what advice do you have for our members and our membership um, this year and moving forward? Understand what services that you provide, that you bring to the table, the value that you bring. Know that there's a value to that and don't waver from it. We're, we're professionals and a lot of what we do would not happen if we weren't sitting at that table. We're negotiators, we're financial planners, we're, we're a lot of things. I think newer agents today, the biggest thing is communication. A text isn't always what you need. You know, it's it sometimes it's pick up the phone, call the other agent, figure out what needs to be done, make sure you're servicing your clients' needs instead of what you think their clients' needs are. Don't speak for them without asking them first. And remember to keep them at the priority. They're the client, they're the ones we're representing. It's not always about your interest, but it's their interest that we have to keep out front. Great advice. All great things to keep in mind as we're moving forward into this year. So you've done such a great job of kind of uh, laying out your year, what you have in store for us, what your dreams and hopes are. But what's next after this? I know we are just getting started and you probably haven't even thought past, uh, you know, what you're planning for this year. But what does the future look like? What, what's next for you and, and what are your plans after this year of presidency? Don't have a clue. <laughs> we'll uh, see, right? <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunately, I'm probably on the backside of my career, more so on the front side. I go in the government dollar this year for as far as medical. So um, <laughs> it's enjoying every day. I love to keep involved at both the local and the state levels and even the national level. The knowledge that it brings is this whole association world and volunteering is kind of like being a junkie. You get used to it, you get the flavor of it, and you want more. And if you're open and let the knowledge come to you. 
it pays back. The people I've met, I mean, I got an invitation to go to a Christmas party this past week on somebody I gave a ride to in San Diego five years ago. Wow. <laughs> and they're in Springfield and they said, you know, we just really want to thank you for that ride. I said, you got to be kidding me. Oh, please come to our Christmas party and bring your wife. And we went and we had a great time. It's those kind of people that you meet along the way that make this all worthwhile. And I hope to continue to try to meet those kind of people. Even after your amazing year presidency that we have yeah. in store, you're, you're still going to stick around, right? You're not uh, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> I, I hope to. If, so, if there's a place for me, I'll be there. Oh, you know it. No, you know it. What do you think the biggest challenges and opportunities are facing kind of our industry, our profession, and us as realtors right now? Well, the, the real estate world we see today is not the real estate we're going to probably see in two or five years from now. It just probably is not going to happen. Uh, there's enough things going on out there with these lawsuits that can definitely change the landscape of how we do business, which is unfortunate because I think we have one of the best systems in the world. And when you talk to people from other countries, they're all envious of what we do, but everybody wants to change us to something else. I think that's going to be the biggest challenge. We're fighting that as hard as we can. We know the value of what we do. Uh, we just have to convince, hopefully, a jury of that value. And just becoming and, and staying on top of the industry. I mean, it doesn't pay to pull a, a contract out of your car trunk that you had that's 10 years old. It's amazing what we see out there. And that's where the brokers have to say, hey, we need to make sure we're educating our associates, our members to make sure that doesn't happen. Yeah, absolutely. No, all stuff that's going to be really impactful and it's going to shape the future of our real estate world. And we'll see. We'll see. Right. But what about opportunities? I mean, despite all this kind of crazy stuff that's going on, this is still a great place to be. What do you feel are some opportunities or, or good things about where we are today? I really do believe real estate is one of the best industries in the world. It's been one of the best professions I've ever been. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Going forward, we have to make sure that we keep that in the forefront. We let the public know the value of home ownership. We as realtors have to continue to strive to do our best as far as educating ourselves so we can educate the public. We don't want to just become a door opening type of industry. We have to make sure that that doesn't happen and we're the ones that are going to be able to control that. Moving forward, home ownership has a lot of perks and we're starting to see the next generation see that. I think that's where this is going to go. You know, right now, the, the biggest problem is we still have lack of inventory. I don't see it changing overnight. It's not going to change unless legislative changes make it happen. You know, we can talk about it all we want. There's only so many housing units out here. We have to find a better way of rehabbing our inner cities. We have to basically look at controlled growth. You know, we don't want to do away with every farm in the state of Ohio, but there are places that we can control and make those that growth happen. And I think that's going to be our challenge. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing how this landscape develops. It's going to be an interesting the real estate industry is already transversing or changing a little bit from what it's been the last two years. And it'll be interesting to see here in January, February, where the market goes. I know personally, I have buyers I can't find houses for. And, and that's that's the problem. Yeah, we know that's we've talked about the inventory lack of on this show multiple times. And, you know, we, we'll see, you know, we hope that it turns around, um, you know, might be a little rough in the meantime. But I want to hear about your big inaugural event happening in just a few weeks. We are going <laughs> to install you officially as our president, as well as the rest of the 2023 leadership team. What do you have planned for us? Tell us about the big party that's going to be happening here very soon. 
the actual inaugural will be at the Easton Ballroom. Uh, that will be just the inaugural. Uh, then we're going to go off-site to enjoy the rest of the afternoon, the evening. It's a cool little venue. I don't want to give too much away because I don't, you know, some people still need to be surprised. <laughs> but it's going to be food stations, drinks, music. And it's going to be more networking type setup. You know, I think most of our members, when they come to these functions, want to be able to, to network. They want to be able to enjoy each other's company. We're social animals. Unfortunately, the last couple of years have prevented us from doing that. And when we get together, we really do like to enjoy each other, enjoy the conversation and the stories that we have to tell. And hopefully that's what the evening will be all about. Yeah, it's going to be so much fun. I know I can't wait. It's going to be a really exciting night for you and the rest of our leadership team. And um, you can attend the inauguration of Ralph and the rest of our team at our winter conference. So make sure to register. If you have not yet, ohiorealtors.org slash convention will get you signed up for um, the inaugural event as Ralph was telling us about, as well as the rest of the conference, because there's so much great stuff going on during the winter conference. It is a business meeting for us. We do have a board of directors meeting and we take care of the business of the association. So um, that's what we're kind of really here for. The inaugural is just kind of a perk. Yeah, <laughs> we get to have a little bit of fun, yeah. fun too, you know, do our business and then we have a blast um, at the same time and celebrate you and uh, Michelle and Allie as well. So it's going to be a great time. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to next year. I mean, John has been unbelievable to follow this year. I've been very, very blessed to uh, watch what he's been doing and, and he's been so open and so inviting along the way. And I'm looking forward to next year work with Allie and Michelle. I think uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah, it's going to be a great year. Unfortunately, I'm the thorn between two beautiful roses, but uh, they'll have to live with it. <laughs> no, never, never that, never that. But no, it's going to be a great year, and um, we are in great hands with you running the ship next year. So well, very thank excited. You. Thank you. We're really looking forward to it. And again, thank you guys for everything you do here at the staff. And podcast is uh, really well perceived. And, and thank you for elevating what we do here. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the support. And to everyone who listens every week, too, thank you guys for the support. So, Ralph, thank you for joining me today. We are in store for a great year. I cannot wait uh, for 2023. I think it's going to be amazing. So thank you again for joining me. We're looking forward to telling our story next year. Tell that story. All right. To all of our listeners, thank you guys for tuning in. We will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to The Real View. That wraps up today's episode. You can keep up with the latest on the podcast at ohiorealtors.org slash The Real View and on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Have questions, comments, or suggestions? We want to hear from you. Email us at podcast at ohiorealtors.org. We'll see you next time.